0: and welcome to the 140th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro. Hey, guys. And Sabrina. Hey, guys. I've I, I've recently had something come into my life, something that is a blessing and a curse. I bought uh, an Elgato HD60S, <laughs> so Uh-oh. that means I can record and capture and stream stuff from a playstation 4 at up to 1080p 60 frames what per second
1: this
0: so what i think it is we are still in the works i do not have a complete <laughs> setup yet we're getting but there I would, a- I, would, I would i would like to resurrect the deep dive stream if only to complete the games up until kingdom hearts 3 because kingdom hearts 3 is coming out soon we got to finish the games and we, we so far only played uh, KH1 and uh, Recom, so we got to get through some games. Now, Are I we don't know that we're, we're on Kingdom Hearts 2. <gasps> we're moving on to Kingdom Hearts 2. So, like, this is going to be a big one. This is going to be one we have to actually play. And, uh, yeah, you know, th- we're going to have to make some decisions here because, like, Kingdom Hearts 2 is a Big game when it comes to side content, and like honestly, I've never actually properly completed all the side content in Final Mix, Uh Kingdom Hearts Two Final Mix. That is so, and I do not think I have the ability or the reaction time to beat Lingering Will. Like I, 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 I will, admi- I'll be the first one to admit I actually have slow reaction time and actually like kind of lower than normal. I've done uh, reaction time tests online. I mean, I guess I could also partially come into the fact that I probably have a crappy monitor, but I've done reaction time tests and I'm pretty sure my reaction time is a lot lower than most people. So I don't think I can beat Lingering Will just through physical ability alone. So, I don't think I
1: could be it either because when I first played him on the PS2 way back yeah. in the day, I broke like seven controllers. So Wait, was like, what? Like,
2: how did you break seven controllers on that? Rage quit. Oh, every, yeah. dude. Like, every
1: single time, like when I got him the last bar of health or when he's like one sliver, when him one yeah. more hit and I died and I make him one mistake and... Was, well...
0: <laughs> Well, well, we'll we'll cross that that bridge when we come to it. But I mean, it's not just lingering will, but it's also the data battles. Like I think I almost beat Zexion once, and Zexion's the easiest. So like oh, that okay. that's that's where I, we're at with I know no I ability.
2: Actually, the data organization's so much fun to play. I would say that now.
0: Yeah. So. We'll 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 see. I'll 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 go into the hyperbolic time chamber. I'll do my training. I'll try to get good. But well, we uh, share play,
2: and all of us yeah play.
0: yeah yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I I can I can always swap in people. I can host. I can I can host you guys streaming. So like I can make it work. We we can get everything played through. But uh, yeah, we, we 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 gotta we gotta work through this. So first things first. Uh, I need to get the, the proper stream setup back in action again, uh, which means – so currently, my current uh, computer setup, I only have one monitor. Uh, the way I was doing it before was I had this really crazy setup where I had a secondary monitor that the PlayStation 3 was uh, – pl- plugged in through Elgato into and then I took the audio out of that and like plugged it into my microphone port of my PC and I would use that to pipe that into Voice Meter Banana which was like a audio mixing software on the computer and then I would have myself on one channel the game on another channel uh, Churro and Sabby are coming from, we're, we're coming from Skype which I guess we, I think it would still work with Discord and I had my desktop audio And I also had a a, a spare track, and I used that for the voice changer. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That
2: was so
0: good. The only thing that I am missing to have that all again is just the second monitor. And, yeah, I'm currently waiting on that. At some point, I definitely want to get a new monitor, but I'm waiting on Asus to get off their, their behinds and release a monitor I really want to get. Oh yeah, I, and one other thing that you guys may not know behind the scenes, the way I got Sh- Sh- Savvy and Churro to actually see the gameplay was I had oh, yeah. my web I had my webcam set up so they that, that on Skype I was showing them a webcam feed of the gameplay because that's lower latency than Twitch. So it looked like crap for them, but at least they could like generally see what, what I was uh playing and they could at least react Brandon, to you, it.
1: You know what I saw? Yeah. I saw you lose not to Darkseid exactly in oh, yeah. the game.
0: But you know oh, what? We, we, we came back and we had redemption and it was great. Yeah, but you still lost though. I still lost. That's okay. You know what? I think I'm going to probably, like, there's a strong chance that I'll lose to the Twilight Thorn. Because, like, Twilight Thorn legitimately is kind of hard. Like, even he for... Is hard,
1: especially on Critical.
0: Yeah, on Critical, <laughs> Yo, yeah, like, he's bad. real hard. So, yeah, I need a train for Twilight Are you doing Twilight Critical Thorn. or
2: are you doing Proud?
0: I, see, that's the other thing is that I'm not sure is that what What do we want to be playing this on? You know, what do we think is the, the best option? Because, so... like, you know, if, if I put... So here's the thing. If I put it up to the people out there, this is just how the Internet works. If you put it out there, oh, which one do you want to see? They'll always pick the hardest one. But yeah. then you also have to recognize I'm bad at video games. <laughs> Do you actually want to watch that? Like,
2: <laughs> um. Well, I I just beat Kingdom Hearts two again on Proud and okay the way I was learning was I actually was watching uh speedrunners and their yeah they techniques. have the best strats they have the best like things and I like try to implement those and like I end up beating the game in about twenty hours because I was kind of watching some cutscenes skipping certain cutscenes like all that okay. stuff. And then watch the end Um so yeah it's actually The crowd's not that bad like I'm, I'm doing Whatever mode on Kingdom Hearts 1 right now and that's kicking my yeah. butt Like a little bit too hard right now and I'm very upset About it and but, all things All things Kingdom considered
0: like What what are we gaining if we Like complete the game We're getting the 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 birth by Sleep video Hey guess what when we play birth by Sleep that that's like basically the intro So <laughs> Or or guess guess what? I can show my desktop. Go to YouTube.com and and sh- just stream the the video. Like we don't. There we you don't go, ha- Brendan. There you yep. go. We don't have to beat Lingering Well. I didn't. I As think I I think I didn't even beat I didn't even beat the Phantom from Kingdom Hearts One. Like, but I did beat uh unknown and I beat Sephiroth and I beat Kurt Ziza.
2: Yeah, Phantom was the only one I left. I don't. That you didn't get. I don't think. I don't Titan?
0: remember if we did Ice Titan. I think we didn't do Ice Titan.
2: No.
0: We definitely did Rock Titan because Rock Titan is a part of uh, the Hades Cup, and you have to beat that for uh, Deep Dive. But I'm pretty sure we didn't do Ice Titan. We did Sephiroth, and we did, uh, yeah, Kurtzisa and Unknown. But we didn't beat Phantom, and I don't think we beat Ice Titan. So whatever. Anyway, so that's that that's that's what I so I guess what I want to know is uh s- some other tangential things is all right. So I live in Japan and ta- the 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 times are different here. Uh I, when I say times I mean like time zones. So uh back in America the way we were doing it was that it was like every Saturday uh 7 p.m. Eastern and and that was working, you know, well and good enough. But, yeah, you know, scheduling-wise, here is definitely going to be more of a challenge. I'm going to try. My My goal is Saturday mornings in Japan, which would end up being Friday nights in America. Roughly around the same time. So, like, it, it might be, like, 8 p.m. The only, you know difficulty I could see is that you know, in America, you guys have, uh, you guys have daylight savings time. We don't have that here, so...
1: It, it, yeah. it
2: messes more with me than it is Churro. Yeah,
0: yeah. right
2: Because I'm, so, like, what are we, we're 13 hours apart right now, right?
0: Yeah, uh, I think right now we're 14 hours apart, so I think after daylight saving time, we'll be 13. Okay. Yes, so... I don't know. We'll cross this bridge when we get to it. I will also say, uh, you know, how would you guys feel about, like, a 4 a.m. stream?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Because that's... No. no. that's Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the other option. So, yeah. So, I'm guessing... Yeah, right now it seems like Friday nights might be the thing. Because that would be my Saturday morning. And I can do that. So, we'll see. Uh so yeah let 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 me know what you guys think about uh difficulty uh difficulty of kingdom hearts 2 you want to see played uh do you want us to uh complete all the side stuff and uh okay let's make not make that a yes no question okay what side stuff do you want us to complete I'll leave that open-ended. And, uh, yeah, what time... Oh, and is that time of Friday night okay? So I guess the three question is, what difficulty do you want us to play? What side content do you want us to beat? And uh, what what time is okay for you? Or, no, well, is Friday night okay for you? That's Those are the three questions. Please respond to us, uh, or please message us on Twitter, at KHUnion, about what you guys think. All right. So anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store,
1: KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Kingdom Hearts, Hearts Ultimania's Twitter, which is at KHUltimania. We Got have a second t- I forgot how it went. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot how they went. I was like, see this again. It's been so long. It's Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we have
0: a two-segment show today. We got our first segment is news. And the second segment is our question segment. In the way of announcements, as always, if you guys like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Union. Just pledge a dollar and get access to a special podcast call. Please Be Excited. Our Patreon executive producers for this episode are as follows. We have Blue Machine, who is at Blue Machine, Lewis James, Barry Norton, who is at Nortron Zero, Chris Morales, Eric Decker, who's at Chaco Taco, Jonathan Gonzalez, who's at Oh It's Just Johnny, Marcus Karnecki, Michael Graham, Thorin Bullen, who's at Massacre 23, Savvy, can you take these next few?
2: And we have Zach Duranto at ZDoronto 58. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Darren Matthews at Doomster73. Dustin Smith, John McCrae, Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J, Josh McNabb at J2K9, Keith Field at the Mighty Keith, Mario Herker, Mike, Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious
1: Quail. And Churro, can you take these last ones? We got Miles Miles Ribbons, Muhammad Quayam, Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore NAC95, Patrick, Rachel Casterston at Obra Yoon Ray, Richard Holman at Fix Lennon, Rob Porter at Squirty Birdie One. Tyson Wildman at TyWildman1, Vitanitas at V underscore Tron5000, Zach Porter at Porter Paradox, and ZeldaClone at Apes-Type Novels. And be a part of the
0: show. Send us your questions to (coughs) khuquestions at gmail.com. All right, moving on to the news. Yay! Yay! All right, first things first, we got a couple of things that were uh, either in the trailer or clarified since that we should talk about. So, first thing that I can't believe I forgot, but Sora was shown swimming. With legs? With legs. And arms? And arms. Say, like, as in, in an not, ocean? Li- not, not like a mermaid, but like a human. <laughs> like and a human. And sla- he swam in the tangled world. In the pond? In a pond of some sort, under some sort of like bab—I don't know—some babbling brook. I don't—I don't know. Okay. But he swam. Okay. It was cool. very, very short. It was more like you know he was like walking from you know there's like a land portion and then there's like a little puddle and then he is like walking in and it was more than waist high so he starts a swimming animation and like literally a second later he was like done so like it wasn't much but. This is like the first time in a very long time that we've seen Sora swim like this. And if I remember correctly, I think the last time we saw Sora swim like this was in Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah. So it, it, it's been a while. And I just want to say that the inclusion of this makes me think. We might get to go to a certain world again in a playable form that we haven't gone to in a long time. And I just want to ask you a question. What is the first Kingdom Hearts world that Sora swam in?
1: Destiny Islands. Destiny
0: Islands. Oh, baby, I love your way. Let's go there. (laughs) Because we haven't been to Destiny Islands in a long time and like that's the first place we got to swim and now the swimming mechanics are back and Destiny Islands already fully modeled and Destiny Islands is literally like the first thing they showed in the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer that was like Kingdom Hearts 3 stuff so right like is is they're hinting we, we've we been there in 0.2. I mean, obviously, you know, in a damaged state. But, like, mm, I want to go there.
2: I mean, I want to be able to swim further than I was able to before.
0: <laughs> I want to be able to get in a boat. And
1: real time, go to the home island. Everybody, everybody's been wanting that yeah. since we saw the home island in Kingdom Hearts 2.
0: And I want them to reconcile the geography.
1: Oh,
2: like where it actually is.
0: Where it actually is, and why can we see the play island perfectly from the home island, but we can't see the home island at all from the play island?
2: Well, well, what if it like drifted for two years, or
0: a year, or whatever? Which way does the sun set?
2: Ah, that's cause,
0: true, too. Because they, they have that inaccuracy, or they have that inconsistency in Kingdom Hearts 1 where it was like, you know, where wherever the camera's looking, that's where the sun is setting because that's the prettiest. Like, yep. geez. Uh, so I, think- I want all of this stuff reconciled for personal and, uh, and also uh, fan reasons.
1: I just hope it's like an actual, you know, world you can select because you know how it you know how it was like blocked off i think it was in kingdom hearts one or something like that or yeah it was destroyed Uh, that's right it was destroyed but like everything else was like cutscene and it's like like i understand that it's a special place but yet this time just make it selectable please
0: i just wonder you know hypothetically speaking you know if destiny islands is a world like that what kind of gameplay purpose could it serve?
2: Going back to where all began.
0: Going back to where it all began, true, but like you know, there's no Disney World there.
1: It it it, it could be just like a a haven, you know, kind of like how Traverse Town was and Twilight okay. Town was. It could what? be Story's Haven if he needs to resupply himself, what or if some if or it's rest the up, source. or see how Kyrie's uh, doing.
2: What if it's the source of all its problems, and you're going back to Destiny Island to destroy it? Because Mm. the cycle continues if you let it exist.
0: Okay, what if this is where. Oh, wait, no, that's not how it's going to work. I was thinking, you know, what if Axel and Kyrie were training on Destiny Islands, but then I remembered, oh, wait, Axel and Kyrie are going to train with Merlin. Didn't Jensen say that? Yeah. Oh, but if if they're training with Merlin, maybe that means Radiant Garden yeah radiant garden i want to go there yep definitely want to go there there's like so many worlds that i want to revisit but the fact that it's like the world counts like kind of like nine or ten or whatever it just makes me like oh my god we're not gonna go there or be i'm really traverse town is dead
2: i miss end of the world because it was actually really cool
0: they could bring back in if they really wanted to bring back into the world. They could. That's the e- that's like the easiest world to yeah. build. Like be- pretty much, what we played in zero point two was basically what end of the World would be like. Like yeah. they could do- they could do that again. Uh yeah. So there's there's a there's there's a lot to consider with all that. Uh so yeah. Uh next bit of news. Meow Wow and Ariel are a part of the Dimension Link system. They are not listed as summons. So that's that's my bad. But yeah, they are Dimension Link. So Dimension Link is the system that was back in Birth by Sleep, where you could, like, use Ven or Aqua's moves if you're Terra or vice versa. If you're, like, Aqua, you could use Ven or Terra's moves. I don't know how that manifests <laughs> here, but, like uh you know it's mechanically for
1: like a like a probably just like one attack and then they just i mean it's kind of like a summon but they're not active probably not active the entire yeah. time
0: yeah they're it, it it's you know what they called it was a dimension like system so i'm guessing it's you know however it worked there that, that's probably what you can expect it because, seemed like, like there were the some sword
1: doesn't have a command deck like you know birth by sleep had or, yeah um dream draw distance so basically it's probably like uh because you know in summons and final in final fantasy it was just a one attack then they disappear yeah mine thinking it's like an area of effect attack and then they just disappears
0: yeah i mean we saw some uh similar things with like command styles and in, in birth by or in uh, birth by sleep volume 2 uh you know in 0.2 so i don't know maybe it'll be something like that i don't know we'll see Uh, Next bit of interesting information that was in the trailer was that Sora's eyes are a strange color in the Tangled world. We kind of talked about this, but we didn't get into uh, the possible implications of it. So Sora's eyes uh, are, you know, they're, they're blue. They're supposed to be blue at least. But here the the top half of the eyes are blue very clearly and then they sort of like fade into being green at the bottom whereas in every other world that we see him in including in footage in this trailer in every other world his eyes are just straight up blue but in this particular area they're like half green half blue and not like it's not like you know where one one eye is blue and one eye is green no it's like it's fading the color is changing. So that's an interesting thing. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into po- possible implications after this next uh, news bit. So, this next b- news bit came from a Fat Mitsu, uh article, uh, and they're basically talking about uh, the way the worlds are sort of ordered in the sections. So, we, we stated on the last episode that uh, there would be three sections to the, the worlds and you know there's an open section a middle section and an end section and roughly speaking each section has about three worlds uh this is actually similar to you know prior kingdom hearts games uh you know if you think about uh you know kingdom hearts one there were like two main sections of the map you know you had the the first section had uh alice in wonderland or traverse town alice in wonderland uh you know olympus coliseum and tarzan and then you got the warp gummy and you could go to the next section so you know in that same way uh you know we've got the first three worlds are uh toy story or or, or, uh, the first world is definitely olympus coliseum and then the other two worlds in this section are toy story and monsters inc we don't know which one comes first but yeah it's so it's Olympus Coliseum and then either Toy Story or Monsters Inc. that that's the first section. Uh the second section, the the middle section, uh the only world we know that's in there is Tangled. Uh so Tangled is a a middle world and then we don't know where uh Big Hero 6 falls. Uh so I, I would say it's probably
1: near Yeah, it might probably the, the near the end of it.
0: Yeah. I would also agree that it's probably an ending world because, uh, that was like one of the last ones that they decided for sure on. And, uh, it also seems like, uh, you you know, just, just, just due to timing, uh, big hero six is the most recent movie that I think will be represented in as a world in this game. So, I would say any th- any movies newer than B- Big Hero 6 are probably not going to be featured in Kingdom Hearts 3. They would have already decided on worlds by then. So, uh, Sorry Moana, sorry Zootopia. You're not Aww. you're not in Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Even though I want both of you to be in Kingdom Hearts at some point, but yeah, I don't think those movies are going to be represented. Well, at least as proper worlds. Like we could possibly see like, you know, character cameos. Like, but I I I would say don't expect, you know, d- don't expect a big representation of movies after Big Hero Six in the game.
1: Well, I so, mean, as, long as I mean, if we ever do get like Dimension Links, that would be pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that would be yeah, definitely one way of doing it. I I don't see Moana being a Dimension Link just because she might be seen as being too close to Ariel. Because like, how how is she gonna show up? You know, in a wave? I don't know. So. But Zootopia, Zootopia could work. I forget her name. Judy, Judy Hopps. Yeah. Yeah. Judy
1: Hopps could hops right in with her. Carrot gun. I don't know. Or her little, little, um, uh, cart that she drives in the movie when she yeah. does the tickets.
0: So she could like come in her cart and then like Sora will ride on the back and then we'll be, like, drifting around, like, knocking into enemies. Oh, my God, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. what, a, what so if? so funny. What if. What cars. Light, Lightning McQueen son. Ah, uh,
1: yep. That was so <laughs> funny. Come,
0: come in, and then Sora, like, opens the door of the car and gets inside, and then Lightning, Lightning McQueen's like, ah! Ew! Don't go inside me! Ew! This is so gross! E- ah! This is really weird know. existential confusing moment when Sora just violated lightning by opening the door and going inside the car.
1: He just broke the fourth wall. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> a,
0: that's not a great thing. You know it would be a good good dimension link? Simba! Simba'd be good. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I I could see them bringing Simba back. He's he's a fan favorite. Uh, he's a bro. He's the best. Definitely. So yeah, that's uh that's what we know about world uh you know organization as as far as like where the Disney worlds go. Uh, something interesting I want to point out is that Tangled is in the middle section. So getting back to Sora's eyes, what if his eyes are changing? And they're changing slowly into a different color. So imagine for a second.
1: Could, could, could it be just an error, like they have shown before?
0: It's not an error. Come on, Brandon. The, this is intentional. <laughs> Come on, and, Brandon. And and it's not a reflection. It's not a reflection either.
2: I, coming, I, have, coming, a I have a different so, theory. So
0: here's 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 what I think. I think his eyes are changing to the color yellow because yellow uh, in between yellow and blue there's green so yeah basically that's what I think is happening is that we are witnessing (laughs) Sora slowly transforming into a Xehanort over the course of the game
2: or or it could be that just say it
1: or invents Inven- be...
0: evil
2: no or, no or... no it just goes to green
0: it doesn't because... go to green his eyes are blue too blue and blue don't make green
2: shit never mind that's his or like his auras like green for me they always think it's green or it could be
1: just a mistake and they'll correct it in the final game
0: then why is his eyes fine in other worlds it's 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 on purpose it's a
1: mistake Brandon it's not just a like mistake. They did- Yes, they did. Remember, remember when Roxas <laughs> had? Remember Ben had Roxas's finger bands on his finger, and they removed it.
0: It's it's not a mistake because they you they did close when, ups. Remember
1: in zero point two originally Venitas you know Venitas, Venitas had blue eyes. The eyes. Yeah, there's that. Then they went and fixed it.
0: They did this one on purpose. So I'm a I'm gonna no. go with this is on purpose, and I'm gonna go so far as to say that Sora might not be a light. He might be a darkness. And so, so do you want this do this is what Nomura was talking no. about when he was gonna blow our minds no. with the
1: final thing. We're gonna no. play the bad guy. No, so Brandon is is this a bet? Um, you know, you want to make a bet? This I'm not, is not part a of this bet. <laughs> this is not a bet. This is just my crazy speculation. But I know, I know, but I just wanted to see if you want to throw down some. I, I'm not. So... <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in it that much. Okay.
2: Oh my God! If he's right, though, I'm gonna be so angry.
0: Yeah, but that's <laughs> I mean, it's I, Brandon. You know, Brandon's I'm just saying. Right. Think, thinking, like, of Nomura, thinking of Namora, thinking of Namora, and like you know, being experimental. Like, what is more crazy than you get to play the bad sure. guy? What if you
2: like mind tap with like Namora, and then like figure it out his crazy plans for all these things?
1: Yeah, you know, maybe, you know, what maybe what if, this is if...
0: not speculation. Maybe I'm leaking.
1: Yo. <laughs> no, no. What if? What if I? You know, go to that scene, take a scratch screenshot, print out a picture, and show it to him at the, you know, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross event, and say, "This is
2: alive, right?
1: <laughs> is this is this intentional or not?" He's gonna be like, "Yes or no," or he's or he's gonna be like, "I can't say anything about it." Yeah, if he says he, that, then, he you says know he's, he's gonna... then you know, uh.
0: yeah, we'll see, we will see. Uh, well, hey, if if we if we all get to go to E three and uh, we have the opportunity to talk and you know and this particular plot point is not addressed in a trailer we could ask him what's the deal with Sora's eyes
1: entangled why is his eyes like that we could ask him
0: uh, or I could
1: see if I could just ask him at the Union cross event or yeah if,
0: if he's there ask him
1: he is there He will be there
0: okay ask him
1: I Let's will see. ask him you guys I bet you me. he I bet he's not gonna tell you anything though I know he's not gonna do he's gonna be like If he says the words, you know, I can't say anything about it, then you know something's
0: up. Yeah, that's kind of what I figure. I, I figure there is a meaning to it. I'm probably wrong about what it is, but I think there's something to it. So, oh well. Anyway, moving on. The next kind of bit of news it's just kind of interesting stuff out of d23 there was a cute little video of uh the japanese voice actors for sora and kairi and they were talking about you know their experience with uh the kingdom hearts series thus far and basically their feelings on kingdom hearts 3 uh, so i want to talk about some of the stuff they, they they were getting into so sora's voice actor is basically saying that you know he feels like his life experience and personal growth also transfer onto Sora, uh, you know, in the same way that like, you know, kind of like with Haley Joel Osment, his performance has changed over the years and, you know, part of it is, you know, he's growing up, Sora's growing up. So, you know, uh, his Japanese uh, voice actors also feels the same way, that his life experience affects how he plays Sora, and, you know, you can kind of see that, like, Sora's becoming definitely, you know, he sounds a lot more confident, uh, especially in this little, most recent trailer. Cocky
1: at cockiest times.
0: Yeah, and cocky. And, like, uh, I kind of felt like, you know, and we kind of saw that in, in Dream Drop Distance, but I feel like he's cocky now, but not in, like, a big, dumb, idiot way. Like, he's cocky and he is, like... I don't know, kind of, kind of more in control. Like he feels more mature with his cockiness. So, and, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, felt that. I hope Haley Joel Osment can capture that as well. So we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. Y'all know how I feel about his performance in zero point two. That, that, that's how I feel. Uh, I'm back secret Ugh. just get, it sends shivers down my spine body's aching all the time anyway <laughs> so uh, yeah basically also he went to the Osaka office and said that you know after seeing how much Kingdom Hearts 3 is an evolution over the previous title he, he you know he feels like he's got to bring the same thing for Sora you know in his performances uh, they also asked uh, Kyrie's voice actress how she felt and you know They asked her things like, you know, if you could voice any other character, who would you want to voice? And then she talked about how beautiful Aqua's voice actor is, and that she would want to be like her. And then, you know, obviously that would mean she wanted to voice Aqua if if she had to voice someone else. So that was, that was good. Basically, if you guys don't know, like in Japan, voice actors uh, tend to be celebrities and not just like celebrities, but also like, like idols and like people who are, Generally speaking, beautiful people that, you know, may do modeling or TV shows and acting, you know, the traditional triple threat, if you will, you know, and singing and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it's not like voice actors over here where, you know, you got voice actors and they're just voice actors and that's really all they do. And maybe they occasionally do TV roles, but like they're pretty much just voice actors. Uh, but, it, yeah, in Japan, like, they'll usually hire... like, the total package. They're the total package, and, like, you know, they have a big following, and they're usually, you know, they don't just hire for your voice acting ability. They also hire you for your looks, even though you're just being a voice actor. Because when it comes to promotional stuff and people being fans of your work and stuff like that, like, your looks are important. So... And you know, also relationship status is a big deal, and it was kind of oh, yeah. funny because the way they were positioning it in this video, or at least the description that I read of it, was that they were talking about how you know over the years, Sora's voice actor and Kyrie's voice actress, they like hang out a lot, and like they they'll see each other off to their performance, and like they're trying to, they were basically shipping them in the video, because you know it's just like at, like real actors it's kind of like if you saw like i don't know Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet like from Titanic and like the, like in all of the uh promotional material for that like they were they were shipping them so hard in real life because like you know th- they're two beautiful people and you kind of want the the romance from the movie to go on like that Celine Dion song and like yeah that that's it kind of felt like that. but anyways, one interesting thing that Kyrie's voice actress did say when they asked her what she thought about Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, this is what she said. I heard rumors that this, which is one of my favorites and that which has never appeared in the Kingdom Hearts game before, will be included this time so I'm really looking forward to it. That's all she said. <laughs> so oh there's some. There are two things. One of which is something that's her favorite, and one of which has never been in Kingdom Hearts before that she's excited about, but she's only heard them as rumors. Frozen. What is she talking about yeah, probably Frozen. Frozen. So, pro- probably going to be revealed at E3. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much all our news for today. Uh, so let's move on for our questions. Our first question comes from Christopher Pope and Christopher asks, since both voice actors of master Xehanort have passed away, what are the chances we'll see young Xehanort become the true antagonist and final boss of kingdom hearts three? What are your thoughts on this?
1: I mean, it's definitely an option for them, but at the same time, whenever a voice actor either passes away or they leave the project to disputes, they always try to find another voice actor that's, you know, as close as they can get when it comes to voicing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, I mean, they did it, you know, they did it with Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2. They couldn't Mm -hmm. get some of the same voice actors back, so they had to use alternatives. Yes. You know, it's a fine example. So, I think that. Whatever Nomura has planned, he's still gonna keep through keep going with it no matter what. So to me, I still believe that Zaynor is still be a boss, but he won't be the true antagonist unless it's the way Nomura designed him to be.
0: Yes. And we we also have to remember, you know, there is also the Master of Masters.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, he is definitely an entity in the grand scheme of all of this and he definitely seems like you know more of a candidate to be the head honcho of everything or at least the source of everything so that could be an option for them uh another thing oh. is that uh didn't didn't they die like
1: 2014
0: i would say like at, at Latest, they died twenty fifteen, like 2013,
1: 2014.
0: Yeah, so around there. So it's it was pretty early into production. So like they could, they I, I would say personally, I think they will write around it to some extent.
1: You know, because of it usually depends on Nomura himself. Because yeah, it depends on in what he wants for the still, story. And some some movies they'll offer an explanation, like and for example, in the Matrix, yep, the original Oracle actress passed away and they they kind of wrote it in the script to why her appearance is different in the third matrix movie yep yep so so it's you know it's it just really depends on the director and the writers you know if they want to go with that route
0: yeah i think it, it's it's definitely possible that you know Hanor they could write around it entirely they they could just write it so that at some point Hanor, like i don't know you know, stabs himself with a keyblade and uh, absorbs somebody, or fully takes over Terra again, or like you know, they, they they could do something along those lines, and you know, give him a different body and a different voice. Like that's that's definitely a possibility. Uh, another possibility that could get a sound alike, at least for Leonard Nimoy, like he does have a very iconic voice. But in that same way, like I could definitely see you could get a sound alike because his voice is like you know they can, they can It's not it's not impossible like, and, to mimic.
1: They can get a sound alike and they can use like, you know, they can manipulate the the audio too to make it sound like yeah. that too as well. Yeah,
0: so like and on top of that, like if we're being real, he kinda sounds like a pirate. So <laughs> the
1: exactly. original Xehanort.
0: It's me, <laughs> Xehanort, and I'm a pirate. <laughs> I'm Xehanort. So it's like they, they could just get, you know, for example, uh, Corey Burton, who does Captain Hook slash uh, he's the one who took over for Diz when uh, when uh, Christopher Lee passed away. So, like, they could get yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's
1: a perfect example. They, they could literally get him to do a pirate voice because he already plays Captain Hook. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, Christopher Lee passing away is a perfect example of yeah. them using an alternative to yeah. you know the to... the only
0: slight difference with Christopher Lee and, and with Master Xehanort is that with Master Xehanort, both the English and the Japanese voice actors died. So it's mm-hmm. it, it's a little it's a little bit different. So that that's the only reason that I kinda think it's slightly more plausible that Nomura might write around it a little bit more. Uh whereas with uh with Master Zay- or with with Ansem the Wise, they haven't done anything because, you know, I, I guess the Japanese voice is still alive for Ansem the
1: Wise. But uh yeah.
0: So I I I, w- I will agree. There's pro there's probably a possibility they might write around it, you know, make do a different think, person uh, the main guy.
1: Do you think they'll do like a persona five twist or something?
0: That would be nice. Uh, you know what? At this point, w- with Namora hyping up that ending, the way he's hyping it up, like, pff, anything goes. Really. Yeah, no, like, right. Cause, like, like, cause, like just... Sora being the bad
1: guy. Hey, is that good? I think no. so. No. <laughs> no. I just brought it up because, like, the whole thing reminds me of, you know, Persona 5 with, you know, the, voice, the Japanese voice actor who does Igor, you know, is yes. passed away. And yep. they kind of... Yeah, they played you know, into that. They played into that, and then you know, but but they also did it with the English voice actor too, which yeah. didn't make sense.
0: But, yeah, yeah, but well, they 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 worked with it and made it part of the story, which I think was yeah, you know, pretty interesting. So yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I, I think that pretty much wraps up this question. Churro, can you take this next one?
1: All right, this next one's by Bob Ross, the boss. Ooh yeah. And they write, do you think Cage 3 will have the same problem that Kingdom Hearts 2 had with censorship? Kingdom Hearts has been tackling darker themes recently. Do you think Kingdom Hearts 3 would be would still be successful if it had a teen rating in the US? So there's a difference between
2: um having the teen rating versus how, what limitations Nomura has because Kingdom Hearts involves Disney characters. Mm-hmm. And they did like most of the Kingdom Hearts games have been all rated e for ten plus because mm-hmm. of I guess it's puzzles, but they also put like mild like violence and um because of parts Caribbean, uh yep. of alcohol alcohol
1: usage yeah yep
2: um I wouldn't see an issue why if it was put to a teen rating rating because mm-hmm. it's only like a three year difference from like the age gap it's really it, like nothing it's it's really nothing to be honest like I've seen kids just buy like play teen rated games because they're moving up to that sense but and it varies between how the company itself is being like we don't want our certain characters to be portrayed in a darker type of um representation right
0: yeah
1: but here's but my, my question is why do people care so much about this i mean kingdom hearts has been tackling it's dark you know quote-unquote themes with an E10 rating, you know, for so long, you know, it's just fine the way it is. I mean, I don't know why people care about if Kingdom Hearts jumping to a teen rating, you know, like, who cares? Yeah, Yeah. like,
2: but I think it's also, like, it's pushing that line, but also because of the darker themes, it was with mostly their um, original concept characters and not any of the ones that have already existed and be put into this game. Yeah, so I... To me, the first time that I kind of saw... Disney kind of pushing their boundaries was in like the Tangled movie where Flynn Mm -hmm. gets stabbed because you see like blood
1: Mm -hmm. and,
2: um, and I've never seen it because like there was a, in Beauty and the Beast, like Beast gets stabbed, but you don't see blood on there either.
0: yeah, So
2: you're just kind of like, what? Yeah. So they're kind of pushing it, but like, I don't think it would be an issue in the U.S. if it was changed to a teen rating because most of the people who are playing this game are like mid twenties, early thirties and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. I was looking at game game releases and the ESRB today, and uh, yeah, it definitely seems like. So I was looking at what were the top selling games of 2017, and there is one game on that list that I think its very existence and the fact that it's on the you know top selling games list makes it so that Kingdom Hearts never needs. A, a pretty much never needs a teen rating and the reason is, is Breath of the Wild Breath of the Wild is E10 plus with all the crap that's in that game it is still E10 plus so personally they I, I kind of feel like when it comes to you know pushing the boundaries Kingdom Hearts has plenty of wiggle room within E10 plus and you know, uh, uh, one one little thing that I did actually look into was that what does it look like on the Japanese side of things? Because you got to remember, this is not only an American game that they're making; they're also, you know, releasing it in Japan and other countries. So, in Japan and in Europe, uh, the the Kingdom Hearts games tend to be rated Peggy 12 or, or, or in Europe, it's PEGI 12. In Japan, it's CERO. I think CERO B. So in uh, in Japan, they have the CERO ratings. C E R O, and then they're uh, rated A B C D, and then Z. I think yeah. I think the last one is Z. Z is like their AO or AO rating, adults only rating. So Kingdom Hearts tends to be a B rating, and B is for uh 12. 12 years old and up it's not listed as an A rating which is like their version of E for everyone so So it's pretty
2: much a T rating it pretty much is a T rating (laughs)
0: in Japan Um, so in Japan their next rating up from B is a C Uh, their C is 15 and up so uh, in like uh, an example of a C rated game would be Final Fantasy 15 that was a C so like yeah, it's teen here too. Do you ever honestly expect final uh, th- that a Kingdom Hearts game will be as uh, gritty and tack and have as much objectionable content as Final Fantasy Fifteen? Probably not, because you know just look at Shiva's design. <laughs> I don't think Kingdom Hearts is going to go there, because that's like if you really think about it, what separates in in terms of storytelling ability or 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 e- or even content. Content wise, what separates Final Fantasy XV from what Kingdom Hearts has? And it's pretty much just uh, sexy girls in skimpy outfits, uh, maybe some blood, but like even Co- Pirates of the Caribbean had blood in, in the Co- Pirates of the Caribbean world and they got away with it. Uh, you know, maybe more blood. Okay, more blood in Final Fantasy XV. Don't necessarily need that for Kingdom Hearts either, like, a- and some language. Even Kingdom Hearts, like, they they push it a, a, a couple times. I think they've said damn at least once in a Kingdom Hearts game, and they've definitely said hell once, at least in a game. And that I think that's plenty for Kingdom Hearts. They don't need to be swearing up a storm. You know, it's Disney, after all. So, you know, in terms of, like, you know, flexibility, I think the E10 plus rating, and conversely the Peggy 12 and the uh, the Sarah B rating, I think all of those give them enough wiggle room that they don't need to push it to the, the higher up rating on, on their respective scales. Uh, you, you know, I would say the only reason or, or the main reason Kingdom Hearts 2 has such a problem with censorship is the inclusion of Pirates of the Caribbean that was the world that got the most cuts and that's because it was a PG-13 rated movie there were you know the, there was obviously the uh the booze scene you know uh Captain Barbosa opens up the bottle of wine and pours it down his down his skull mouth and then it sort of pours over his rib cage you know he's in his skeleton form so the wine sort of pours over his rib cage and you know that was a part of the movie so they had to include it and you know there's a whole thing with will turner pointing a gun at his neck yeah and like that imagery is you know, that's very striking and, you know, very strong in America. So they changed it. So he's just sort of waving the gun around or something, you know, I don't remember the specifics, but it looked kind of weird in the the American version. Uh, the only other like big change that I guess could kind of affect it is, uh, Olympus Coliseum, the, the Hydra, when you cut off each head of the Hydra, the, in the Japanese version, it spurted out green goo but in America, they changed it from green to black smoke, uh, you know, because uh, it looks too much like blood.
1: The, then you have a Zigbar's crosshair change, too. Yeah.
2: Like yeah. Sure. Yeah.
0: To be less gun-like. Oh, so, yeah,
1: yeah. Like yeah. a crosshair. It, it's so like, r- like, like, like three circle crosshair from like Halo or some.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the only other change that I, I saw brought up that is like, man, is really minor, so it's no wonder no one caught it until recently, is uh, in the uh, Disney Castle, after you go, uh, it's either before or after, you have the whole uh, t- Timeless River thing, Daisy sort of like, uh, is like hitting Donald, and the way she's hitting him in the Japanese version is she's like behind him and just sort of like banging on his uh, back, but it kind of looks like he's hitting, she's hitting his butt, but it's really all he, all she's doing is it's like that really classic anime style. Bakan! And she's just like hitting him with both arms in his back. And that's like such a typical Japanese like gesture and, that I think it was more changed because maybe Americans wouldn't get why she's hitting him in that way, because I think she still hits the hit, hits him anyway, or, or or like screams at him or something. But like it is, it was really minor. So, like this, most of the censorship came from Pirates of the Caribbean, and so far, none of the movies that they've announced have objectionable content nothing that would be objectionable for a game now that being said olympus coliseum is in this game but we don't you know the objectionable situation was all surrounded around the hydra and so far we haven't seen the hydra you know and we do see who what what appears to be the main boss and that would be the rock titan rock titan doesn't have blood so <laughs> that should be fine And like the, the other like mini boss that we saw was like this big, tight, like iron giant thing. And and that's just heartless and heartless don't have blood. So that should be fine as well. So like, it's always seemed like, you know, at least with the nature of kingdom hearts, they've never really had to push anything. And the only time they've had to really push it is if they've included a movie that calls for that kind of a thing. And the only movie and the only franchise that I could see having a chance in Kingdom Hearts in, you know, the recent future, uh, and I don't think Kingdom Hearts three will have this problem, but perhaps in a future game would be star Wars. If they bring star Wars in, they might have an issue again because star Wars is a PG 13 uh, movie series and tends to have, more violent situations. You know, people do die. Ships blow up, you know, people get sliced in half or people get stabbed with a lightsaber or lose an arm. Like it's not stuff you wouldn't see in like Dragon Ball Z, but like in a game that might push it up to a teen rating. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it so far, no star Wars. So we'll see. But yeah, I, now, uh, do I think, Kingdom Hearts would be less successful if it was a teen-rated game. I don't think so. I think Kingdom Hearts, you know, as you said before, Sabby, Kingdom Hearts is the kind of game that uh, it, it gets most play from people that grew up with it, and they're old enough. You know, the, the younger generation isn't so much playing it. I would say the biggest issue is Disney. You know, they they don't yeah. want their characters portrayed in that way, so. That's that's yeah, that's really the only thing I could see.
1: Pretty much, just always starts and ends with them, no matter yeah, what. Exactly.
0: So, uh, yeah, I think that that pretty much addresses that question. So, uh, Sabi, can you take this last one?
2: Sure. This one from Dimitri Milikos. Uh, sorry, if, we, if I butchered your name. Uh, so, with the latest trailer, I believe that at this point it's pretty obvious that each world will be tied to a specific member or members of the new organization, Thirteen. As of now, Exemnis and Ansem in Twilight Town, Young Zanort in Toy Story World, Marluxia in Tangled, and Venita's in Monsters Inc. World. Could this allow us to make a guess on the number of worlds, perhaps? And since we all love speculation, which of which of the remaining members that we that we know of, do you think will be tied to each world?
0: Yeah, so that's a, that's definitely an interesting one. So, there's yeah, so far there's been at least one member per world. Um, kingdom hearts two had a similar thing. You know, each of those worlds had, you know, their own organization member tied to it. Um, but yeah, except for Mulan, Mulan didn't have, Oh, Mulan had Zigabar. Yeah. He was there for a little bit and also Riku. Riku was there in an organization outfit, but Zigabar was also there. Okay. So Mulan had one. So, yeah, they pretty much all had them. So, yeah, I think, you know, it'll definitely happen here again, too. Uh, But, you know, you get to the same sort of situation where I think it's more so in this game than in Kingdom Hearts 2. I think there are not enough worlds for each world to have just one. (laughs) There might be a world where you got a couple of them. And, like, you know, we saw, for example, in Twilight Town... Uh yeah, you had Zemnus, so that he's there. So yeah, Zemnus and Anselm in, in Twilight Town, so there's that. And yeah, that, that that's that that's pretty much a dead ringer. So I guess like the, the remaining characters would be like Cy maybe Rika Replica, if Rika Replica's in. So yeah do you guys ha- have any picks for saix or uh riku replica
1: where where they could go uh, it depends like i mean we don't even know what worlds other we don't worlds even know what what,
0: we basically don't know when what worlds are left over like you know there's big hero six like is there like a like a past villain that would be good for big hero six like geez i don't even know and actually now that i think about it what about olympus coliseum does that place have anything like all we know about are you know you got uh pete and Maleficent? like is that enough like will they also have uh, an organization member there and maybe it's someone we, we haven't seen yet it could be someone we haven't seen yet yeah I mean, I could also see Olympus Coliseum just straight up not have an organization member just because it's the first world. So maybe they'll ease you into it a little bit or something Cause, cause like maybe, that.
1: Because maybe they'll have Maleficent and Pete be like, besides, know, besides Hades, be mm. the main villains from there because I th- yeah. since that's really the starting point, I'm guessing where we get to see what Maleficent and Pete are up to yeah. when it comes to trying to find that black box. Yeah, it's just that
0: with Kingdom Hearts 3, there's just so... So many characters. It's like I just so can't, going on. I, I can't imagine how they're gonna fit enough of them in. <laughs> like so many characters, so many worlds, and like I can see why they might not have like Final Fantasy cameos at this point. They got too many main characters as it is. And like like the the thing is with, with the old games, they all ran in the same engine. So, like, they could just reuse models from old games and that, you know, it makes it easy to bring them back. But, like, in this game, like, if they want to use a character from an old game, they got to remake the model. You know, they got to hire somebody to remake the model and do all the materials and the animation and the rigging and
1: all that for the, so, for so the it's new not engine. To take, it's not possible to bring them from, say, Luminous from, like, say, you know, Decidia. and then re- rework them or something.
0: They they can but it's like at least for Final Fantasy characters yeah they 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 could do that I mean it's it's not it's not impossible but like just knowing Nomura he would probably want it want the characters to feel like they fit in, in yeah, Kingdom like Hearts from the
1: ground up so they would
0: probably re- remodel them like that, that's just my guess so like like for example in Dissidia, Noctus didn't change too much but he is different.
1: Like they did change him, so yeah. That's, I mean, then it, again, you had Sephiroth had the Kingdom Hearts one, you know, Kingdom Hearts one skin in Dissidia. Yep. So, well, we'll have to see. So, I think for yeah,
0: for for Final Fantasy characters, yeah, you could argue maybe they could grab it from Dissidia or from a from their original games. That that is technically possible. Uh oh, one one character that could just come over pretty easily would be Cloud from Final yep. Fantasy 7 remake cuz he's he's on Unreal Engine 4. He's he's ready to go, so like uh I mean if if they really wanted to, they could bring him over. Uh I would say the only thing they would really need to work on with the Cloud if they wanted him like straight from uh 7 remake is they would have to redo all his materials. So, uh in 3D rendering, there's uh, you know, you got your model, you got your rig, you got your animation, all, all that stuff is probably fine. Cause it's all compatible with unreal engine four, but the materials, what those are is so back in the old school days, you just had textures, but now materials determine how light interacts with a surface. So how shiny is it? Uh, you know, how, how does it reflect light? Uh, is it soft? Is it, uh, sh- you know, is it like, is it a rough material? Is it, uh, a, you know, a wet material? Is it a shiny material? Is this leather? Is it wood? Like, all of these different materials, you know, have different properties in light. So, I have a feeling that the materials that they're using for Final Fantasy 7 Remake are probably probably wouldn't fit in with the art style of of Kingdom Hearts Three. So they. They could probably still use the same textures. They would just, you know, maybe they could adjust them to be a little bit more vibrant or, you know, less less drab and realistic. They could adjust them a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, I would say materials are the main thing they would have to change, which is not not that difficult to do. You know, just personally, I think that's pretty a, a pretty easy thing to do, especially considering... You know, compared to remaking a character entirely. So, at least in the case of Cloud and Sephiroth, I guess, you could probably port those over from Seven Remake. Uh, But other characters like, you know, Disney characters and, like, you know, various organization members and just, like, random, like, main Kingdom Hearts characters, Hainer Pentalet, all those guys, they have to be remade. So, yeah, that's it's it's tough like it's going to be really interesting to see like how are they going to handle these characters like it it, it kind of seems like you know like with the dream eaters for example like brought all the dream eaters back in but like is it just that they appear as a dimension link do, do they just do they seriously not appear as characters in the game like like are, are they not involved in the story are they just like an attack like what's going on here so that's uh that that's definitely something to consider. There's there's just so much writing on this series and so much uh you know left that you know it, it's hard to wrap it all in one game. So I guess we'll see. And as Nomura said, there's always DLC. <laughs>
1: always DLC.
0: And a, Good and job, as, Brandon. And as Tabata says hey, Final Fantasy Fifteen DLC going on until 2019.
2: Yeah, I saw that. Too. Wow.
0: I know. Because, like, that game came out in 2016. It's gone to 2019. And we're going to wow. get an Hopefully Ultimate Royal Edition. Yeah.
1: Hopefully that's the last DLC for it. You just need to let it die now.
0: Yeah. Just or Just let it rest. <laughs> Be done with it. Move on. Well... I will say, just in defense of of their decisions on this. Uh, so Tabata's team is working on another IP. They they are busy, and I think this is a nice alternative to what te- typically happens in the game industry, where when a big game finishes, you know, or when right before you finish a big game, you have to hire a lot of people to finish the game. Because like, you know, you spend all this time planning and then you have a lot of content to make, but not enough people to make that content. So you hire like another 200 people to join your staff just so you can make all the content that the first, you know, 100 or 50 people uh, planned to make, but can't make by themselves. So you hire on another 200 people, right? And then you, you complete the game and it's like, all right, we're done. So what happens to the jobs of the people that are st- that that you just hired on? Well, in a lot of companies, they fire them all. They, you know they're on contract and they're gone. Uh, but with this DLC going on as it does, you can keep that staff on and you can keep their uh, you can keep the talent within the studio. So when Tabata's new IP is ready to go, hey, we got all the people we need to make this game because they're still here. So, you know, uh, there's, there's reason for it, you know, and, and on top of that, it's a good opportunity for, uh, like new directors to get their shot, their first shot at directing something. Cause Tabata is not directing those DLC episodes, you know, each episode has its own individual director and, you know, some of them have like never directed before. And like, this is their perfect chance to have a project released under their name and, under their leadership and yeah. So I I definitely get why Tabata is doing it. And yeah, for me personally, as someone who wants to work in the industry, totally fine by me. If that means I get to stay working here works for me. So this is how I feel. So anyway, that wraps up our show for today. Our music for this episode is another cover of don't think twice. This is an orchestral cover Of "Don't Think Twice" by Sasuke Shika, who we featured his music on on the show quite often. So here's an orchestral cover of this song. There's so many amazing covers of "Don't Think Twice" slash Chikai that are coming out, and I'm so happy because it's making finding music for the show a lot easier. So I hope y'all aren't sick of "Don't Think Twice" yet, because we're gonna be listening to it for like for the next couple episodes. (laughs) So uh, anyway. Our next episode is going to be released on the 13th of March. And as always, if you guys like the show, please subscribe to King, uh, Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we're number one! Yay! Woo! And a, and of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or...
1: Kingdom Hearts Ultimania's Twitter, which is at Ultimania.
0: And remember to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKH Union. And if you guys want your questions answered on the show, please send them to KHUquestions@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Alright, guys. It's that time again. It is goodbye time. Already? Already. But uh but yeah, it's it's not it's not so goodbye because I you know, we have a call to action that we need to throw again at, at the way of our listeners please let us know what you think about uh, and what your suggestions are what your hopes are for a potential revival of the kingdom hearts union deep dive stream please because brendan really wants to do this yeah i want to do really it. we gotta finish we gotta finish the fight
2: as long as everyone says that he has to fight lingering will we'll be okay
1: Oh no! Please, and please then, vote, vote for that, please. Vote for that, yes. and vote, then the vote
2: can play the rest of the
1: game.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Like basically, from now until Kim Marster releases, he'll still be fighting him. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much.
0: So, uh, yep. That, that that's that's what we want you to do. So, at KH Union, please let us know what you think.
1: And uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's everything. Say your goodbyes.
2: Bye. Bye, guys.
1: Thanks for joining us again. We always appreciate you listening. And I'm Brandon, saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production.